Welcome to the Mindwaves podcast, sharing positive news about mental health and well-being in Greater Glasgow and Clyde. In each short episode, we'll be bringing you insights, information and ideas from local people with something to say about mental health. Hi there, my name's Marie and thank you for joining us for episode two of the Mindways podcast. Thanks also to everyone who gave a listen to episode one. We've had some really nice feedback from people saying that they enjoyed hearing about the experiences of our volunteer community correspondents. And we've also heard from people who like to come on to the podcast, uh, organisations who are doing different projects in and around Glasgow about mental health and well-being and also individuals who'd like to come on and share their personal experiences with us so it looks like the podcast is definitely going to become a regular feature of Mindwave's work but for the moment let's get on with episode two. We have three main features for you on today's short episode Later on, we're going to be hearing some amazing poetry from our community correspondent, Derek. We're also going to be having a chat with Glasgow-based mindfulness expert, Kay Young, who's got news of a very exciting project that she's setting up in the Glasgow area, and also about how mindfulness has impacted upon her life more generally. First of all, we're going to be catching up with our community correspondent, Maureen, You might remember from episode one that Maureen had a chat with us about a big journey that she had coming up and about the challenges that was presenting to her in terms of her anxiety um, and also about some of the strategies that she was trying to put in place to cope with that, to make sure that she could do as well as she could. So our project manager, Rosie, managed to catch up with Maureen again at our last volunteer meeting And this is what Maureen told us about how it went. So I have come back to speak to Maureen, who we caught up with during our last episode. And you were about to get on a bus and take your first trip into Glasgow City Centre for a long time. How did it go? It went okay. Better than I thought. Um, Pretty panicky times but nothing I couldn't handle because I'd put things in place which was okay um, but no I got there I did it, which is a big thing That is a big thing and did you have a nice day once you got there? I think the energy that I'd built up trying to sort of keep a hold of the panics um, I just walked, my poor friend I must have walked the legs off her we, just, we walked to one end of the town to the other and back um, and I think it was just nervous energy and that excitement, knowing that I'd done it. I mean, my friend understood that, so she was fine. But um, I've never walked so much in a long time. So you walked all the way through the town? Up to the barrows, right round the barrows and back. And back. And so you going back a few months, could you have imagined doing that? No. No. The walking, never. Let alone going on the bus morning. Never. Never. But I've, it's opened the door. Um, I've walked a lot more since then. I've been on buses, shorter journeys, right enough, but I've been on buses on my own. Um, again, it's just that I could do a couple of stops and then I would just extend that another couple of stops and keep it going. Um, still have days where 
I don't even want to go out the door. Um, but when, once I'm out, I think, right, OK, just go for it. I've done it before. They can manage this. There's been an odd occasion where I've got on the bus and thought, I, no, I, I don't want to do this again. I'll go off and cross the road, look at shops or whatever, try and take my mind off it and then just come back. But it's just fine, because at least I got on the bus. I got out the door. Um, maybe I never got to the planned, the journey I wanted to do. But it's part of it, I suppose. And what kind of things has it opened up? Is there anything fun that you've done or anything important that you've done as a result of being able to? Um, I've been into Paisley, I've met my friend. I managed to get to um, one of my appointments with two buses. One bus was fine, I knew where I was going, but the second bus I'd never been on in my life. Didn't even know where I was at one point. Started to panic a wee bit, but I thought not. And, you know, the end of this journey, the bus stops at the hospital, it doesn't go any further. And it was only a 10 minute journey, but um, that was different because I've had to take taxis before. So it saved me money and it, you know, I learned a new bus route, which was good. Um, we looked at getting away for the day, but I think that's just a bit too much. Baby step. But it's something to, to work on, maybe. So it's not that it's got easy from doing it? I think it's just that once you do it, you know you can you can do that and it's right, okay, well, what would I do next? And like my daughter said, Google Maps, wherever you are, you've got internet, Google Maps from your location to where you want to go and it'll tell you what bus to get, how many stops it is, when the bus is due, which is amazing because I'm not very technophobe when it comes to these things. So she's got that and I've got that on my phone, I know how to use it and it's that's a, a godsend that because at least no matter where I am, it'll tell me what direction to go in. I also got to the lines for that training class for the design meeting, which was brilliant um, because that was right up the top end of the town um, and I walked around and get the two buses I walked which was good so the time I got there I didn't have that nervous energy build on it um, and I really enjoyed the class which was good so it means I know where I'm going now so I'll probably go back and do something else again um, in the next workshop so that's available. Brilliant. I'm so glad that you made it and uh, yeah. I'm certainly so proud of you I hope you're proud of yourself. I am yeah and I think people that know me well understand you know there's folk would say oh I got a bus into town they say and but then they don't understand what it's like for when the stress builds up, the panic sets in, and you just you talk yourself out of doing these things. But if you keep saying you can't do it, you'll never try. It's amazing yeah. how bad things can be, and then mm -hmm. how much better mm -hmm. they can get. But it has opened up a lot because at least that way I can I can try and use the mindfulness, look at the environment, look at what's round about. When you're driving, you're focused on the road and where your journey, where you're going. When you're on a bus, at least you can see what's round about you a wee bit more, so it opens that up as well, okay. which has been good. Well, that's brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again to Maureen and Rosie. We're really grateful to Maureen for coming on and being so open and honest about her experiences. I think a lot of people will relate to the challenges that she's facing and you might even have picked up some techniques to help you cope with anxiety in your daily life. One of the things which Maureen said helped her cope was mindfulness. And we sent some questions to the fantastic Kay Young. She's a mindfulness practitioner. She's recently been along to some Mindwaves training. And we wanted to find out about a new social enterprise which she has set up called Make Glasgow Healthy. And also about a big event that she and her team are running this weekend, 
Saturday 13th of October. And because we're a bit nosy, we just also wanted to find out a wee bit more about Kay in general and how mindfulness has impacted upon her life. So here she is to tell us more. The project that I'm doing just now is called Let's Make Glasgow Healthy and it's a wellbeing project. So um, the aim of the the project and events is to encourage health and wellbeing and making it really, really accessible for people. Um, so the idea is that you don't need to run 10k to be fit. You don't need to go on a month long meditation retreat to be mentally healthy and you don't need um, a massive bank balance to do arts and crafts. So the the um, events and the project will be um, adult workshops and kids programmes to encourage just general overall health and well-being. Um, and going forward, there'll be two two kind of different projects. So the adult workshops will be um, focusing on overall health. So you've got physical health with movements such as like yoga and tai chi, qigong um, and dance. Um, the mental health aspects will be mindfulness and meditation and then just creativity. So being um, creatively expressive with making some arts and crafts things. And that's for the adults. And then the kids will be based, the programmes will be based on the youth mindfulness um, programme, which actually incorporates um, quite a lot of like overall health. And so um, you've got movements, you've got mental health, um, such as meditation. And it's just a fantastic programme. Um, so that's basically the, the kind of um, main parts of the, the social enterprise projects that I am I'm starting and running just now, um, which is really exciting. Um, I'm just, I've been overwhelmed by, by the feedback already. Um, I started um, doing the, the talk, the first talk in Scotston, um, Community Centre, the heart of Scotston. And it was just fantastic to get such amazing feedback um, on the day and also um, through emails afterwards just hearing from people how how much it's um, how much it's done for them and they've benefited from it all and it was just really really incredible so I'm really looking forward to doing more and more and reaching more and more people. The, the project really at its core is providing health and well-being events and programmes for everyone, no matter the area or income. So um, not only do the, the kind of more affluent areas get, get these program uh, programmes and workshops, but the less um, affluent and the lower income communities can also do this too. And that will be done through um, the likes of funding and also um, a pay it forward model. So people who are able to afford um, the cost um, are able to donate their ticket to someone else so that... Um, people who aren't able to afford it can still access it. So that's basically why I wanted to set up this kind of project so that it is making everything um, everything accessible. And the reason why I want to make mindfulness accessible is because I think it's just a fantastic life skill. Um, it's done so much for me and it's, it's in many ways transformed my life. So I really want to allow people to have access to it um, and allow everyone, no matter who you are, to have that option. So that's really the, the main part of why I wanted to set all this up. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, oh my goodness. So how has practicing mindfulness um, impacted my health and well-being? Wow, it's completely transformed my life um, in all honesty. So I used to be someone who um, was terribly shy, very timid, um, was extremely... um, yeah, I was. Uh, I suffered from anxiety, um, and I, I couldn't talk to any any group of people um, with any confidence whatsoever. I, I lacked complete confidence in myself. And my self esteem was very low, and um, and yeah, I, I was struggling really. Um, I was struggling with everyday life, um, and um, practicing mindfulness has really, really transformed that. So, I've gained a sense of understanding what my emotions are like getting having emotional intelligence and cultivating that skill I have a a real relationship with my mind now and an understanding that thoughts are or thoughts are not necessarily reality and they're certainly not 100% accurate all the time so when like thoughts come in like oh you're no good or you're going to be rubbish at this I have built up the practice of detaching myself from that slightly, not necessarily changing it or having to um, say, oh, don't think that, you know, Um, just noticing that it's there and going, oh, that's an interesting thought. That's because I'm a wee bit nervous about something. That's okay, you know, and um, having that that um, awareness and understanding of myself has really given me so much. I've found my confidence. I've I found who I am. I've really learned a lot about myself, and through that, I've managed to to um, get a master's in human resource management. I've travelled so much. Um, travelled myself. I've lived in China. I've um, I've done a lot of public speaking, which is something I never thought I'd be able to do because I was so shy and so scared. I'd have panic attacks, and my anxiety would just flare up. And I just wouldn't be able to do these things before. Um, but with now, with, with with my practice, it's given me such confidence in myself. and do a lot of events. I talk to loads of different people. And it's just, um, it's just transformed my life. And so I'm over the moon to be able to share it. And that's why I really want to make it accessible to everybody. Because um, without this, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. And so... I I love to inspire others um, and I am really passionate about what I do and and mindfulness and meditation and gratitude and, you know, all the the mindset work, all of this kind of stuff is just so important to me. So um, I feel like um, the feedback I get, you know, um, everybody tells me how how amazing that is to be around, you know, um, and to, to be able to share that with people and see them transform in their lives is just incredible. So... Yeah, um, I couldn't. I, I, I can't emphasise enough just how much it's impacted my, my my everyday life and my health and well-being. Yeah, so the event on Saturday, the thirteenth of October, is the first official main event for the the new social enterprise that I talked about before. So it's called Let's Make Glasgow Healthy. Um, tickets are on sale on Eventbrite. Um, if you Google Let's Make Glasgow Healthy, you'll find it there. Um, it's completely free, so it's just to book your space rather than actually sell you anything um, on Eventbrite. And it's a, a day where it's a bit of fun. It's informal and it's all about health and well-being. And so it's taken place in, I think it's pronounced Codder, but I've been saying Cadder. Um, but it's just outside Mary Hill, um, near um, 
Summerston and um, it's uh, the community centre in Calder and it's taking place um, from 1pm till 4pm so it's three hours and it's all funded for so everything's completely free and it runs on a pay it forward model so if you enjoy what you, you experience and you are able to financially to give a little bit of money towards the next event which will take place in another community centre in the future then you are given the opportunity to pay it forward, so to pay for someone else's um, spot on the next event. And it wouldn't be much, maybe £5 or so. Um, and if you're not able to, then it's, there's no expectation whatsoever to donate anything at all. As I say, it's all funded for, so there's no pressure to give anything at all if they're not able to. And... Um, and what can people expect from the day? Well, it's going to be looking at overall health. So you've got physical health. And for that section, we're going to be doing a bit of dance. We're going to be doing a bit of qigong um, and a wee bit of pilates. And um, that's going to be done by a lovely lady called Cesar. Um, and she'll be doing about 40 minutes for that. And there'll be tea and coffee breaks as well. So um, after that kind of exercise kind of section, there'll be a nice break and there'll be a wee bit of fruit and stuff to enjoy and tea and coffee. There'll also be, um, for mental health side, there'll be meditation and mindfulness, which I'll do. And there'll be a talk on what it is, why we do it, different things, different examples of why, um, what the benefits are and things. And then we'll be doing a, a couple of short practices, which will be really lovely to really engage with first-hand experience of the actual mindfulness practices and meditation. And then the last section is going to be um, zine making. So the little magazines um, that Mindwaves actually did a workshop on, which was just fantastic. And uh, we're going to be making those um, for the last section so that it's about being creatively expressive um, for people to, to really enjoy doing something like that. And because it's so inexpensive, you know, you only need a bit of paper, um, some scissors and a pen and you can make one of these. So um, it's all and, and the, the whole event is focusing on just being creative with your health, you know. So it's not, a, you don't need to, like I said before, you don't need to run um, miles and miles and miles to be physically fit. You don't need to meditate for hours on end and you don't need a massive bank balance to be creative. Um, it's all about making this accessible to people. Health and well-being is so important and it should be made accessible. That's basically what I'm trying to promote, um, how to do these little things in your life that will make you feel better. Um, so it's a really exciting day and everyone's welcome no matter who you are, um, no matter where you're from, absolutely everyone's welcome and um, all you need to do uh, to bring with you is if you have a yoga mat then bring it, if you don't then just an, a towel is fine and it's just so that you've got something to lie on um, so that we'll be bringing extra ones anyway so if you if you do forget then it's fine. And um, yeah, just bring yourself and it doesn't matter if, um, say for instance, if you're, you've got kids or whatever, then if you can't find a babysitter, just bring them along. Um, it's family friendly and everyone, no matter what age you are, is welcome. The content will be aimed at adults, but, um, you know, it will still be fun for kids as well because they'll get to make things and stuff. So, um, but yeah, if anyone wants to get in touch with me, um, the event's on Eventbrite. Um, but you know you can they can visit my website or get in touch through email um, my email address is info at k-young.co.uk and um, yeah just get in touch and ask any questions um, I'm always happy to talk about mindfulness well-being and just reaching more and more people so 
um yeah thank you so so much for for letting me kind of come on your your podcast show um i really appreciate it and yeah i hope to see you soon cheers thank you so much bye it was absolutely great to hear from kate and hopefully next time we can get some feedback from the event and find out what the future plans are for Let's Make Glasgow Healthy. In the meantime, you might like to follow her on Twitter or Instagram, and on both of those, she is at KMindfulness. One of the things Kay had mentioned was that Mindwaves recently ran a skills workshop on zine making. It was an absolutely great day, and it was facilitated by illustrator and zine expert Sarah Cochran. You can actually follow her on Twitter at iQuickComics. Zines are just a really creative, fun way to express your feelings or your views or share information. It could be about mental health, but it could be about something completely different that's important to you. There is an article on our blog with some information about the session that we ran and also some tips on how to get started. And you can find that at www mindwavesnews.com and you can also look at some examples of zines that our community correspondents and training participants made on our Instagram account which is at mindwaves underscore scott That's almost it for episode 2 of our podcast Thanks again to Maureen and to Kay and thanks to you for taking the time to listen to us We're going to finish up with something really special. Our community correspondent, Derek, shared some beautiful poetry with us at our last meeting and we really wanted to share it with you too. It fits in with our current Mindwaves theme, which is Seasons. You can also find out more about Derek and our other community correspondents, again, by visiting our blog. But for now, to finish up episode two, here is Derek with Change in the Air. Change in the air. Changing weather. Warm to cool to cold to cool to warm. Often in one day. This is a quiet time. Music, gentle, soothing. People creating. Colours, gluing, writing, sharing a space. Eat in their own time, own pace, settling, accomplishing something. Thanks for listening. To make sure you don't miss future episodes of Mindwaves, why not subscribe to the show on whichever platform you get your podcasts and maybe even leave us a review. There are lots of stories and features about mental health on our website www.mindwavesnews.com and you can also follow us on Twitter at Mindwaves1. We hope you join us next time.